0: It's Beefy, baby.
1: Beef. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. Beef. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Beef. Let's get it. Beef. Grease-soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Beef. Rated PG-13. Beef. Your mom didn't make that casserole. <laughs> Beef.
0: Take a
1: deep breath, everyone.
0: You can let it out whenever you wish. Yeah, like, like right, right there, right, right where Luke did it. Yeah, are we centered? Are we ready to go? I think so. Hey, everyone, welcome. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. Welcome to the twenty-second episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. We have quite a special episode for you today.
1: How you doing, Luke? Doing good. I feel ultra zen now. That I that I just heard you uh, start the podcast that way. It's very nice. I think very calming. We have to dedicate a portion of our audience to
0: like people who like the, you know, the BBC, the Smar, the Smar.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does and the BBC talk like this? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Welcome to the BBC. This isn't quite a, a normal <laughs> accent. I don't even know. Do you want to try that? Who speaks? Nope. Okay. Hello everyone, welcome to the BBC. My name is Duke Carson.
0: My name is Alex Morrison. Anyway. Dairy Girls. <laughs> Dairy Girls. What are you talking Lactose about? Lactose or not. <laughs> you decide. Yep. <laughs> oh man. How have you been, man? We haven't um we s we, we missed last week. We did. I straight up didn't post anything.
1: Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I I went out of town, my, my grandfather was celebrating uh A time capsule opening. He had a little restaurant back in the day in Ypsilanti, Michigan called Nikki's Place that served, uh, that was famous, he said, for a half soup cup of sandwich combo, which he claims was the first in Michigan to do so. He said he he went to New York and stole some things.
0: That little historical tidbit. That's what he says.
1: (laughs) Do you believe it? I feel like it's fair. It was like the 70s, so I feel like it's not too far-fetched to have that be true okay cool very nice and i uh it
0: was it was the 4th of july and also my birthday so we were all over. yeah that like, too we were celebrating alex's birthday on the 5th there was a lot going on and the 5th was on a wednesday so that was that would have been the episode that would have been the day we released the episode yeah we should have just live streamed your birthday no the
1: whole thing <laughs> no 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 <laughs> nobody needs to see that <laughs> it would have been great Would i would have just been really sleepy the whole time yeah we went to the beach we got baked yeah, we have not, not, like, with weed, but just by the sun. Yeah, just by the sun. We got toasted.
0: Yeah. And roasted. Yeah. And then we went out at night. I scheduled nap time.
1: Which I, I think I totally took that nap Abundantly
0: time. necessary. We, like, came back and showered. There were, like, six or seven people here. Napping. I had, like, a snack. Went right back out on the town, baby.
1: Big old a... Brooklyn city. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was good. It was a good time.
1: It has been so aggressively hot. Yeah. <laughs> It's unbearable. I was looking I was I was riding the subway and I saw that um the climate scientists are predicting that there's a 56% chance that this is going to be the hottest year in 100,000 years. <laughs> 100,000 years. It's only years. going up from here, baby. It's literally like at times like like around 5 or 6 in the afternoon, it's about 90 degrees in our living room. Yeah. It's disgusting. And just wet and like So humid. The roaches are thriving. Yeah. The ones that we find here and there.
0: It's disgusting.
1: It is. It's all terrible. We live in a hovel.
0: And then they like you go to work and then it's like I, I, I've made the mistake constantly of going to work in my work uniform. And it's and like, then you're just drenched, just drenched, yeah. dude. Yeah. I have to spend like five minutes in the bathroom when I get there. Just do you like... pat?
1: You t- do you like go under your shirt and pat yourself down with paper towels? I certainly. That's do. That's what I always used yeah. to do at work, dude. Sometimes I'll... I wear gray pants, and sometimes it looked like I had a, like a really like really wet one. <laughs> with, sometimes I like go to the bathroom. The it's just I like pat right. myself
0: down. I like take off my
1: pants and like get my calves and my oh, knees and it, stuff. I'm bad? like my whole body is wet. Do you sweat a lot behind the knees?
0: not behind the knees
1: on top of the knee the front of the knee
0: i mean not the fr- i i would say i've where- never
1: met anyone that sweats from their kneecap.
0: i never really do the knee thing it's always just like right like the back of my thighs like the top
1: the low ass like
0: right yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. where where the ass crease sits <laughs> i see
1: <laughs> you know that sounds like a wonderful movie where the ass where the ass sits. crease
0: sits i love that Sounds like Oscar bait. I love it.
1: Yeah. So, like all this, all this to say that it, it kind of feels like the Earth might no longer be the planet for us.
0: No, wait, Luke. Luke, we do this every time. We have to do a question first.
1: Oh, uh, I keep trying to lead in, and Alex is ruining it. I don't mean this, to ruin it. That's questions. not what I'm trying to What's do. What's your question, then, Alex? Well,
0: okay, all right. Well,
1: can you believe this guy? Can
0: you believe this guy? I'm trying to set us up for success. We mm. have to make sure that we have we success. have clear cut lines. You know, in yeah. our podcast. Eventually, After what I would like episodes, do 22 episodes,
1: you think that we'd learn? I know, right? <laughs> 22 episodes?
0: A million on patreon.com slash bucketofbeefshow.
1: Thank you to uh, all of our patrons.
0: Yes, as always, for joining us. Um, which, speaking of which, for that, we are going to, uh, hopefully, very soon, have some video that we can put with our uh, podcast.
1: Yes, we're going to be releasing... Uh, videotaped versions of our podcast that we will be releasing on YouTube, on youtube.com slash Bucket of Beef Show, mm-hmm. um, and that is thanks to the wonderful contributions of our patrons. Entirely, so thank due you guys to our so so much. It, we were we we've really kind of been been scraping by and trying to figure out how we could make that happen for you guys, and and you guys have been uh, instrumental, in which is so that
0: cool. Like just the. The things that we have been, like, granted, like, this microphone from Nick, mm-hmm. and just, like I, like, I I really like watching and, like, uh, witnessing things as they kind of come off the ground, and I feel like every once in a while we have a couple of things where it's like, oh, we're coming off the ground just a little bit more. Yeah,
1: we jump a little bit higher. We're going to touch the rim in no time. No time.
0: So that was that's it's really great of you guys. Thank you. Yes. What's uh, your question, Alex? My question is... Would you rather
1: eat corn for the rest of your life or okra for the rest of your life? Corn. Why? I feel like corn is a more flexible crop. Like you can do more with it. The only times I've ever really seen okra is like fried okra, boiled okra. I'm I'm convinced I've never eaten okra. No, I'm I'm pretty sure it's good. It can be kind of mushy sometimes if it's not prepared very well. Fried okra is definitely the best kind of okra. And I definitely talked about last time
0: how I like baby corns, and I do like baby corns. Don't get me wrong. There you go. I love baby corns, but I don't like big corns. I don't like like,
1: cornbread. I don't. Yeah, I like cornbread. Sorry, big yawn. You like cornbread. I like cornbread. I like popcorn. So you just don't have to eat it as fresh corn. I, I hate. I hate big corn. It comp. can just be cooked, cooked like into cornmeal and shit, like a bunch of corn cakes. It's so gross. Yeah, but you don't have to just eat the the just cooked corn. Yeah, I know. There's other methods. Have you ever creamed it. corn?
0: No, that sounds bad. I liked creamed corn. Is it sweet?
1: Mm-hmm. It is.
0: It's sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Sometimes it can be
1: savory, depending on how you prep it. But there's almost always a sweetness to it because it's cooked with cream. I see. What kind of cream? I just shrugged. That's <laughs> yeah. all I gave him. The silence see, this is, is why we the need the to record shrug. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Or never no, record. We need to film the podcast. Well, yeah. So c- you guys you guys can see all of our, well, our yeah, little physicality We're actually movements. doing high knees for the duration of this podcast, like the whole time. Yeah, and you would have no idea. We're actually on a treadmill. Right. Yeah. Both a big one. Just a big treadmill. One big treadmill. I'm yeah. right behind Luke and I'm holding his waist. hmm Yep.
0: And and Luke has his hands on his hips. Exactly. But we're we're really strolling, and there. every
1: fifteen minutes, i I do a flip over his over his head, mm-hmm. and then we switch spots. We switch, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I like hold a carrot in front of him so he runs faster. Yes, because he likes carrots. I fucking love carrots. That's true. That's that's
0: something. I, I am I am the the real life Bugs Bunny in a lot of ways. Bam! My big gap teeth and my witty sarcastic humor. And am I constantly wanting to uh, argue with a duck?
1: And all of your World War II propaganda. Exactly. (laughs) Incredible. Uh, So Luke, what did we watch this week? We watched a film by Christopher Nolan starring Matthew McConaughey, Jessica Chastain, Anne Hathaway, Mackenzie Foy, Timothy Chalamet, Matt Damon, Michael Caine, John Lithgow, Many, 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 many other people that don't are... be impressed.
0: He's 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 reading on his phone. I mean, no, it's... I
1: memorized it all. <laughs> I know it all off the top of my head. A film called Interstellar, came out in which 2014, yes, came out in 2014. That was actually memorized. Oh the wow, the incredible! I didn't realize that Timothy Timothy Chalamet was in this movie. Yeah, you were like, we wow, the guy
0: looks just like Timothy yeah, Chalamet. Yeah, I was we, like, we, that's, we were, that's him. We were watching <laughs> the movie and I was like,
1: man, Timothy Chalamet really stole all this kid's roles <laughs> after this guy had his big break in Interstellar. I feel so bad for this guy. And that then was Alex so was funny. like, you dummy. <laughs> I was like, that's literally Don't him. You know you who that is? That's the Chalaman. That's the Chalamander. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Charlemagne the Tim.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, man uh so synopsis
1: time luke's gonna do the
0: synopsis cool i get to kind of hang out this time in a
1: world filled with death and dirt food won't grow armies disbanded science banned
0: where's my science moon
1: landing fake farmers rule nerds drool. drool yeah there could be 40 people left in the world there could be 40 million We don't know. We just know that the Indian military hasn't flown a drone in ten years. Where's
0: my where the US
1: military's disbanded? It's basically the apocalypse, but for some reason no one in America owns a gun.
0: Where's my gun? Classic America.
1: Guy that doesn't want to be a farmer, used to be a great ace pilot. I don't want to be a farmer Cooper and his daughter Murph stumble upon a secret compound that turns out to be secret. We're NASA. Secret NASA says, we thought you were dead. The world's dying. Everyone's going to die. Unless you, Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, David Gyasi, and Wes Bentley, along with a few rock'em sock'em robots with a bit of spunk in their step, head into a wormhole by Jupiter, find maybe Matt Damon, To see if the world uh, can find new life, or I suppose humanity can find new life, in worlds and universes beyond our own. Twelve worlds,
0: twelve chances to Will plan A
1: work? Will plan B work? Maybe both of them can. This is an American science fiction movie, after all. It's pretty crazy.
0: Interstellar.
1: Interstellar. So what do you think of this movie, Alex?
0: Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um, I feel like the circumstances around, uh, us watching it was like, I, I, I'd just gotten off of work and I needed a nap and then we played, we played a game and we we're like, okay, I think we're ready to get into it. Cause Luke was like, Alex it's a was, long movie. Alex was
1: very sleepy. I was super tired. I asked Alex time. if he wanted to watch the movie and his eyes barely opened. Yeah,
0: no, it was, it was rough at first.
1: Um, but I,
0: I thought it was really something to behold um i I, the one thing i really really like about this movie is the pacing of it i think the pacing works super super well yeah it
1: definitely moves pretty quick for like an almost three hour movie
0: yeah and even even at the beginning you're like the beginning slow and i think i think i mean christopher nolan is always really good at the, the the world building aspect of all of his movies but even outside of that like the moments where like The time dilation stuff happens, you know, and like the the theory of relativity and, you know, space time crunches in on on itself is like, especially when Matthew McConaughey and like Anne Hathaway are experiencing it. It's like sad and jarring because it's not like the movie holds you tightly while you're like, all this time is drifting away. It's like, no, they went and it's they're gone. Like you don't you don't see their lives really outside of. Like, you know, his children's lives outside of the little video thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not, like, a weird montage that kind of, like... They're like, this is it. This is why. Yeah, happened. you don't really get
1: closure. No. For a lot of it. Like, you just see the the kids, and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. And then they're old. Very old. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, I think that the pacing of this movie is my, is my favorite aspect of it, and... There's also a lot to be said for, um, as, as grand as this movie is, the, the, the father-daughter moments are like, just the parental type of thing that this movie hangs on to.
1: Yeah, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it's a pretty simple story. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. dad goes to space, travels through time via gravity, and delivers a message. Yeah, you know, it's just like the methods, like the methodology within the story to do all of that is like very like otherworldly, and you know, it kind of blurs the line between like scientific and fantasy. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. And props to Christopher Nolan. I remember I was I was following this movie so closely when I was in high school. I was I was a a junior in high school, I think, when this movie came out. Sophomore, junior, yeah. Yeah, I think it was junior year that I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so excited to, to see it because, like, he was consulting with astrophysicists and, like, a whole bunch of different scientists to, like, make sure the look of everything was right and that the science, like, made some like, sense, checked out, yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. You know, like, theoretically, uh, even though this is, like a, like, a Hollywood blockbuster film that they could make it as, you know, realistic air quotes, as possible. Like, this isn't this isn't like Armageddon, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you seen Armageddon? I
1: have not, and I really want to see it. Okay,
0: that's we're putting that on the
1: list. Yeah, I really want to see Armageddon. Um, did you have a favorite character?
0: Did I have a favorite character?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. All of them
0: kind of end up being shitty, except, for like, okay, I like the guy who stayed on the ship while they went down to the water planet. Yeah. I forget his name.
1: Uh, Romilly.
0: Yeah, Rom. Yeah. He was just he was just doing his thing. He was really just there. And, and he I,
1: was like the least selfish guy.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And the other guy seemed... I mean, we didn't get to see Wes become selfish. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. The guy that dies on the water planet. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, but I think... I mean, Rom, and especially... I like the the bit when he first... Uh, when McConaughey and Anne Hathaway come back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how how long have you gone? He's like twenty twenty some years. Yeah, twenty three years. And like four his months, his reaction to them is like he like is almost scared, you know. Yeah, because he
1: hasn't seen a human, in and so I, long. and I
0: love that. Like I didn't like love that for him, but I was like, that's just he's he's acting. That's cool.
1: Yeah, the acting was wonderful in this movie. It was a it lot was. of tears. You feel the weight of everything. You do. I yeah. think it, it's 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 always fun to watch a movie like this because. So much of this film is achieved through special effects and, like, computer generation. And it's just funny to think that, like, 60% of this movie was just, like, Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, like, sitting in shaky chairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> acting really distressed.
0: Or it's just, like, the cameraman is just ripped to shit because he's just, like, he's That would be hilarious if
1: it was just a, a dude shaking the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I'd believe it, man. They just have a bunch of a bunch of kids dangling on the, uh, on like the, what is it when they I, the, the cameras that have the big giant dolly uh, crane. cranes yeah yeah just a bunch of kids shaking on the crane
0: yeah no man um but also even like my favorite set piece was I I mean my two favorite set pieces. One of them was the ice planet because I'm like, this is really, really cool. When cool. they hit
1: that, uh, when they hit that frozen cloud,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. which I was like, what? <laughs>
1: was like, how does that? How the fuck does that work? Science. The baby. weight of
0: it brings it down. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not gonna. I am not a scientist. So I'm not gonna pretend. Well, the me.
1: whole thing was basically just like a frozen sphere. Yeah. Like the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. You know. Like the clouds didn't move. Really. Right. Yeah. You know.
0: Um. So. So the cloud planet was my favorite. And then the, the fifth dimension area was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that one really threw me for a loop when I saw this for the first time. I saw this in theaters when I was in high school. And this movie uh, made me want to be an astronaut. And then the day after I came back to school after seeing the movie, I got a D-plus and a math test. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never going to be an astronaut. <laughs> and then my dream died. Oh, I'm sorry. I know I'm a podcaster in Brooklyn. <laughs>
0: like all the other kids who thought they would be astronauts. Yeah.
1: It's like, I was thinking about this today. It's like, um, I was like, I was like, I'm mo- like thinking about moving to New York. Like, I'm going to be so unique. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to like do so much. And now I'm like in Brooklyn and I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm a, <laughs> I'm a dying actor, and I'm addicted to nicotine. <laughs> I'm so like dad, I have man. like I used to have like two beers and I wanted to dance, and now I have two beers and I want to smoke an entire pack of Marlboro <laughs> Lights.
0: <laughs> you turn into almost—I mean, dude, you go—you go to the bar, you run into yourself every day.
1: Yeah.
0: Like it's like, <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. Damn, that's kind of sad. Let's not talk. about And so, Interstellar reminded again. me of, of, of <laughs> the joys
1: of my of high school me. Oh my of god! Of wanting to, and it's funny because Alex had the exact opposite. Of no,
0: this is purely terrifying. This is not. Yeah,
1: Alex is like he's gonna go in that, and I'm like, I want to go in. Yeah,
0: no, that's 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 not that's not something we do. This is not something we do. Who's I mean, we in, in my house. Oh, uh, I I sorry. I'm representing all the black folks of America that we will not. Uh, what
1: are you talking about? You got a Romilly in here.
0: Okay, he's he's abundantly special, but the rest I of see. us are like no 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 no. Not happening. <laughs> no, there were like the two or three points. I can point two of them out. I know there were a couple more. Where I looked at Luke and I was like, "No, I'm not <laughs> There was no. a lot of those. There were a lot of those, but I think the one was like there's a there's a really beautiful shot where it's like the tiny little craft zoom in past Saturn. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I was like, fuck that. Yeah. No, no, no. They're so
1: small and there's nothing.
0: Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. And then the other one is when the ship is like partially destroyed and Hathaway and McConaughey are like trying to get through the wreckage. Yeah. And Hathaway looks to the left and there's
1: just a gaping hole, a gaping hole
0: into infinite nothingness. And I was like,
1: nope, you
0: couldn't pay me. No, thank you. He says. Little shit And you know what's so funny I'm not like scared of heights I'm scared of the nothingness I think Well maybe Maybe that's not true There's a video We talked about recently That was like The Red Bull YouTube video uh, Where the guy He does like The world's Highest uh, Freefall if you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. It's really oh the crazy. guy in the spacesuit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And cool he video. And, and he like opens the door, and you can see the curvature of the yeah. Earth. And I was like, so cool, no, so
1: cool, no. We should go skydiving. I
0: would go see. I would go skydiving.
1: Or one hundredth episode. We should skydive. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm cool with that.
1: I'm like, I'm, I'm very, I'm very cool
0: with with, with heights. I'm not cool with seeing the nothing. You uh, know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Does that make like scene sense? beyond our yes. little boat. Yeah. I can do the
1: heights. I really can. And that's a, that's a line that I really liked that Matthew McConaughey's character the Cooper had in this movie. It's where I can't remember who, who what character brought this up, but they're like... He's talking to Rom. He's talking to Rom. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Rom and he's like, this is fucking terrifying. Rom's like, this is spooky... Like, we're fucked if if we don't have this ship, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's like, you have like two or three inches of aluminum and that's it. He's like, that's, then you're done.
1: And Coop's like, yeah, but that's what, there's some of the the best yachtsmen, some of the speediest sailors. They don't know how to swim, but they got their boat. And that's all we need is an explorer, as explorers. We just need our boat. I would have been like, and? (laughs) Like, no. And? And? He is like a hard person to not like just be like okay I agree with you.
0: Like you know what I mean? His whole attitude. He just got that calm demeanor. He's gay, yeah, yes, yeah. No
1: one no one really carries a calm intensity like Matthew McConaughey. No. No. It is pretty it's pretty crazy. It is. It's yeah. nuts.
0: Which I appreciate a lot about his character. Did you have a favorite character? My this? favorite
1: character was Tars. Tars, He's yeah. Easily Tars cuz I just love how he runs, dude. <laughs> he just runs like a weird square wheel.
0: I just can't imagine how he and they're like, so good
1: like they could have honestly i don't know why they didn't just do the entire mission with just a bunch of tars yeah clearly robots. they would have been fine clearly you know I mean? they would have. They could have okay. just raised the humans and then you know yeah they could have had some weird religion revolving around tars, around tars i think so. tars deserve to be deified
0: yeah you think in this so? film oh yeah dude. saint
1: saint tars yeah saint tars dude <laughs> tarzan tarzan yeah i like it. zan is the new word for god in in the new human settlement. Wow. Basically, I also didn't descri- didn't explain this very well. For those of you that haven't seen Interstellar,
0: what did I not explain well?
1: What? No, what I didn't explain well. Oh, oh. Did I say you? You said me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's it's all me. Alex did everything perfectly today. I didn't say anything. There's basically two plans that NASA has. Plan A is to um, basically figure out a gravity equation where they can basically take. And elevate, like, a new pseudo-Earth-like space station up out of the Earth and fly it, like, near Saturn where they can, like, have a new colony and start to explore this wormhole that's opened up by Saturn so they can start to find actual planets for humans to live on. Um, Plan B is to send out this team of four astronauts and robot TARS to find suitable planets that were initially discovered by um, another project called Lazarus that had the plan of bringing a bunch of pre-fertilized human eggs to these planets and to repopulate humanity that way in these other solar systems, basically. Yes. So the goal for these guys is to see if they can make Plan B work. While the plan A people try to solve the gravity equation on Earth. Yes.
0: Which was kind of hard to follow at first as to what the point of the gravity kind of was, I think. Yeah. Because it comes back around to we have to figure out the gravity equation. Because also gravity is like a fifth dimensional. That's like something that can be accessed through the fifth dimension.
1: Well, but they don't think they can do that. Right, like yes. something somewhere might be able to, but we can only exist in three dimensions.
0: But they understand that there are beings that can, like off rip. They just keep saying they, 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 and I'm like, what? what huh? That is
1: true. They do have the assumption because they, because they learned about the wormhole somehow through some anomaly, yeah, that they attribute to some other higher power, yeah. or other being.
0: Yes. Um. So okay, we can talk the space stuff. I want to make sure we get into like the stuff at the. The stuff at the end we'll save for the end sure. of the movie. That sounds good. Um, but let's talk about like the closer to home family stuff because sure. we didn't talk about like Chalamet and Baby Murph and like his McConaughey's relationship with them and stuff and, and Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Who was played by who? John Lithgow. That's John played Lithgow. played Donald right. the grandfather. Interesting choice. Um, I thought he was good. No, I thought he was I great. He was a, a good um, grand Grandpa, especially because this movie opens up with all the old people
1: yeah like who the fuck are they yeah
0: um which was really fun um but you get a lot of this character development stuff from when
1: mcconaughey goes to the school Mm -hmm. Um, yeah they have a lot of like sometimes not so subtle exposition which i kind of appreciated
0: i appreciated that much at least Um, especially because it's, like, a parent-teacher conference, so it's, like, in the space to kind of have the expositional stuff. Yeah, because they're, you know, yeah, they're basically like, this is what happened when you weren't here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, he has a pretty good relationship with his son. It's very, like, burly man-esque, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's like, you're a farmer, I'm a farmer, I know I don't really like farming, but if you like farming, you're gonna be a good farmer. Exactly. I just want you to be happy being a farmer, son. Yeah. Um... And he's like, you're going to be the best at it because in this world, that's like the most important thing, mm-hmm. pretty much. Making food. Making food. There's no one's got ma- Making crop, making that corn.
1: Making that corn.
0: Um, but clearly his most important relationship is his daughter. Clearly. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, there's nobody more important. Murph. Murph, who is sassing all her teachers and stuff because she's like. She's just so darn smart. She's so darn smart. And she's like, well, the, the, the people landed on the moon, you fucking idiots. What are you talking about? She's explaining to all her classmates. she's like, "Yeah, people land on the moon, yeah, and
1: the school district has books that say it was faked, like it's propaganda because they don't want people to pay attention to the sky. They want people to put their feet in the dirt, which realistically, to to I
0: feel like wouldn't matter too much,
1: you know what I mean, like in the like with how fucked the world is, yeah, like well, but they don't want to admit how fucked the world is. They don't want to let the population know that they're all doomed,
0: but you not, do you not think the world doesn't know that they're fucked? Or has it just been like this for, like, 150 years?
1: I think that they're like, next year. We'll be better next year.
0: Yeah, and they've been doing that while all dumb. their shit is just
1: covered in dust. Humans are dumb, dude. We're doing it right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. We're, we're literally doing it, doing right it right at this moment. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Literally.
0: Point being, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I guess... Little girl Murph is, like, just, you know, she's she, she's very special in mm-hmm. this movie and she's a ghost and she has a ghost Ooh. um rural raggy and she's out here she's like eight doing binary code no, she's and an morse code she's like 11 and...
1: she's I think, 12 i
0: think she, i think he said that she was eight
1: maybe i'm wrong that girl did not look eight well i don't know what to tell you about she had too many like she had too many like smart smart thoughts for an eight-year-old for an eight-year-old <laughs>
0: smart smart thoughts. Well,
1: she's speaking like a whole adult yeah. I'm yeah. sure there were some eight-year-olds that would do that, but she did not. She was, like, 11 or 12, I think. Okay. Right. And then the son was, like, 16. 15, 16. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And,
0: uh, and this the entire core of this movie, at least for me, is, like, the fact that she was, like, don't leave. And yeah. didn't get to the... The only, like, crazy part that I was, like, that is remarkably upsetting is that she tried to chase after her dad as he was driving away. Mm-hmm. And just didn't get there in time, yeah. And it was that was that was the saddest part. Yeah, I think the other stuff have, has having it had been so many years along the road, Mm-hmm. except for when he sees her at the end.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like okay. Do you want to know my one gripe with the first act of this movie? What? So basically, there's this ghost that's inside of the house that is communicating with Murph through Morse code and binary code. Just cause because it's a ghost, and it knows what's up. And it gives Murph and, you know, through Murph, Cooper coordinates to this place near them. And they drive out to see this place, and there's this, like, old, beaten-up fence, and Matthew McConaughey goes to, like, open it up. Cooper goes to open it up, because he's curious, you know. they brought the bolt cutters. And they get arrested by people that we don't know. They end up being NASA. And they're like, NASA's like, no one's ever found this place before. How did you find it? And I'm like, this is, it was like off a dirt road. It's like just a fence off the dirt road. Yeah, like, yeah. Like high school kids could find that in two seconds. Just high school kids up to no good. Yeah. Easy.
0: And he's just, he's just a farmer too. And he's out here chopping up Indian surveillance drones. Like, he's clearly not the only person who's down to scavenge and find whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what you I know, mean? Like,
1: you, you're not telling me that other people haven't been, like, looking for things that look like they might have some tech in them? Some tech, like, some there, value. Like, the fact that there aren't raiders in this world, what's insane. going
0: on? Insane. Absolutely insane. Disbanded militaries, all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone, this, this should look like the Wild factions. West. This should look like the Wild exactly. West. Exactly. Where are the horses?
1: Yeah. Well, they all died because they can't eat... They don't have wheat them anymore. Oh, they don't have, like, hay yeah. and shit, probably. Damn, that's We sad. never see... I don't think... I literally don't think there's, like, livestock or anything. Like, by the end of the film, they're eating just corn cakes. That's crazy. That's it. Like, just corn and, like, some protein mush, probably. Bugs. Yeah. Probably eating roaches. Something crazy.
0: Sorry, I got really loud in the hallway. I, I got kind of scared. Yeah, there's a
1: ghoul amongst us.
0: Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of the family stuff is, is really good and just... Um, additionally, like when they come back from that planet, that's like every hour you're here is seven years. Yeah. That, that water
1: planet that they go to. Yeah.
0: They got flushed down that wave and the one guy dies and then the, the engines are flooded. So they're like, this could take a long time. It ends up being 23 40, years. 45
1: to 60 minutes. 23 years. 23 years. Craziness. What did you think about those little video diaries that they that they had in the movie? I liked them. I, I think they were great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I love the tra- the trajectory of the sun. Mm-hmm.
0: How he just kinda he got older, had babies, and grew cold and
1: And one of his babies died because yeah. of the dust. I like how this world's just the dust bowl all the time.
0: It is, just the dust bowl. Mm-hmm um and he how he kind of ended up giving up on his his dad after a long period of time yeah and miss murph like silently kind of never gave up was just so angry. really mad at the beginning yeah. yeah went into work for nasa Mm-hmm. you know and i just kind of like those two little parallels yeah it was cool How like you know maintaining the faith in the beginning versus kind of like maintaining the faith or
1: hope at the end of it and then being even more bitter
0: Yeah, didn't work out. Lots of bitterness here. Um. But yeah, so a bunch, a bunch of years go by. We didn't really talk about um, uh, Michael Caine, really.
1: Yeah. What do you think of him in this?
0: I think he's great. I think he's he's very classic Michael Caine. I think he really doesn't do a ton. And realistically, his character is kind of just the vessel for understanding that like we as people are capable of selflessness for like. The people we know, the people we love, as opposed to like the entire human race. Yeah, like thinking about our people as a whole. And I was like, "Damn, that's that's super real." Because there are lots of moments in this where you kind of have to grapple
1: with 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 that. Yeah, do I help my family or do I help the species? Yeah. And Michael Caine really serves as like this sage character, the sort of wise, hopeful man in this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what we always get with, with Michael Kane. It, it's probably just because of like the age that he was like at, at the time that we were growing up <laughs> basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Just that like how, sense. how our paths sort of crossed. So it's cool to see him and it's, I thought it was pretty impactful to the sort of emotional integrity of the story to see his character, like on his deathbed and being like, I fucked up. Like I knew that none of this was gonna work. I lied to all of these people, and there's like truly no hope for humanity on Earth. Like the only hope is with these four people that I sent to space.
0: Yeah, you know, fucked up, man. Yeah, very fucked up.
1: But we 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 pretty quickly, and it will. But it, and it is cool how they they sort of pair that they go back and forth between these sort of hopeless moments on Earth and these like ever increasingly hopeless moments in space. Mm-hmm. You know. What did you think about the Mad Damon Arc in here?
0: Um I mean as as much as I can say for you know I I really did enjoy this movie <clears throat> but a lot of it was kind of predictable. Yeah. Um I kind of knew from the second that you know they like they're like oh we can fix your 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 tars what what do they call it case? It was a case. Case, yeah. Like we can fix case and he's, he's like no, no don't don't worry about it. Don't. Or no that wasn't case. Case was the one they found that was completely operable. I forget what the name of the other one was. Where though. did they find Case again? They found Case. That's a good question. That's a good question.
1: Or on, on the space station, I think. Oh, yeah. Case was on the space station. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um.
0: So. But but the second that he was like, "Nah, don't 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 fix it. Don't don't worry about it.
1: It needs a human's touch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like, nope, that's not uh He's up to no good. I wasn't expecting, like, why he was up to no good, per se. But um I think him knowing about Michael Caine's thing of being like, yeah, this this whole thing has just been absolutely hopeless. And I've made up my numbers because I wanted someone to come save me. You still could have been like hey, I made up these numbers so you'd come and save me, and I think they would have been like, that's understandable. Yeah, they
1: still would have saved him, probably. Yeah, yeah you know? he
0: didn't have to try to kill everyone. Yeah, I don't
1: think they would have abandoned him. Um, so, yeah,
0: that's kind of where I stand with that. But otherwise, like I, I haven't seen Matt Damon in a lot of stuff, but he's, he's a treat to watch.
1: He is. Yeah. He really is. He's a treat. Um, I love their little their little fight in the ice. Like, yeah, blasting yeah. each other with their air and with shit. Their, with their elbow air yeah like their elbow air very good throwing throwing bending elbows yeah yeah it was good good powerful um and like the music surges and it's like contrasting with murph like like trying to figure out her own shit and everything on earth yeah yeah it's really cool
0: trying to like stop her brother from like essentially
1: killing his wife and child yeah by keeping them in the dust bowl yeah
0: lighting the corn on fire and stuff yeah there's a lot of... Uh, it's, it's, again, just a lot of sacrifice. It's like what a lot of this movie ends up being is just about your like, personal sacrifice.
1: All about science and love, baby. Yeah. He's got a feeling. And, like, the yeah, love is, like, a,
0: a big uh, source of what, science. I don't even know how to, like... It's like it's not
1: love is science. That's kind of what they, what they claim in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is cool. I'm, I'm, I vibe with that. I think that's fine. And it's
1: like to what extent can love like help or hinder you as a as a species. Yeah. You know, to what or extent how does much it he blind like you? he
0: has to like trust his daughter to be, to look at that watch. He's like I have to trust that
1: she will pick up this watch. Mhm. Well, I mean, he has a pretty good reason to believe that that's going to be the case because everything else that he has communicated through that bookshelf has been listened to. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like everything happened as it was always intended. You yeah, know. As he is now a fifth dimensional being. Well, just for that moment, yeah, they yeah, built sure. it for him. I do think that the end gets a little bit like. I mean, it's all about humans saving themselves. It's like a little, yeah, well, a little like well, self obsessed.
0: They they did it, and then he kind of comes to the conclusion. He's like, no, they didn't do it. Like we we did this. It. So we crossed the event horizon and with our love. Kind of put, Well, but ourselves he's also thinking like people,
1: people way, way, way in the future like designed this because they knew that we were gonna. Be in this situation, yeah. We were gonna need to communicate all this stuff, yeah. Like they knew they had the they had the, I guess, past sight, foresight, foresight, because yeah. they they don't really experience time in the same way that we do anymore. Yeah, at that yeah. point,
0: which is wild.
1: Yeah, once people become with the stars, do you want to be a five stars. dimensional being, Alex? No, <laughs> no. You think it'd just be too complicated?
0: I'm happy being in my linear sphere of time and gravity.
1: Yeah. yeah. Can you give me your best McConaughey? Oh, I feel like I can't. Try. I'll try to. You do yours first. I don't know. I have never tried McConaughey. I'm trying to think of like a line that he says in this movie. that's really. I
0: like, <laughs> I can think of something.
1: Um. I would just think of Murph. Murph. <laughs> You're just thinking of Marf. Murph. 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 I'm gonna Marf. read. I'm gonna read Marf. the script that's on your wall. Do it. Yeah, that would have been very
0: canned. That's well, not, you know? that's not great. Except there's. You kind
1: of get the, the whisper. The, he not, doesn't, not to he whisper, doesn't the, totally have a like, southern. It's like Southern Ask. Southern adjacent. In the
0: building. I can't do it. Whatever. I just thought I'd give it a shot. Yeah, we're pretty there's,
1: bad at the Matthew McConaughey impression. It's a good thing there's only one of them, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> pretty good. I'm pretty not good. Better than that. mine. I'm glad it's going to be um, forever imprinted on the internet. Me too. Us really given our darndest on that one. Yeah.
1: Me being afraid. Yeah, <laughs> like Matt Damon.
0: Like Matt Damon, he's like you, fucking coward. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what what did you think the funniest part of this movie was?
0: There are a lot of funny parts of this movie.
1: I think Tars was a big a big gem in this. Like all of his humor settings and stuff. I ironically like the one the most heartbreaking moment and the funniest moment to me was when Matt Damon's character Doctor Man blows himself up trying to connect like the idiot, airlock
0: like a fucking moron and They're like
1: don't do it don't do it and he's like i'm god basically yeah <laughs> like he totally thinks he's hot shit like he's panicking and he he just wants to do anything possible to get out he's ridiculous i also i don't know because we kind of talked about this last night
0: about how like i'm sure it was hilarious when it's like it's like tars you're you're 90 percent your 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 comedy is at 90 your humor bring whatever. it down to 70 bring it down
1: to 70 knock knock Bring it down to sixty five,
0: and I am like, "This is this is
1: ridiculous." <laughs> I love Tar's, dude. Yeah, but
0: that was that was. I mean, it's it's funny, but I almost don't want it to be funny, in a way.
1: How oh, so? You wish you wanted it to be even more serious. It's no, serious I just, movie. I just,
0: it's just so on the nose with that sort of comedy thing. You know what I mean? That's like, fair. I guess got to back it down a percentage.
1: Mm, I see. Like, you I wish don't... that they had it had it set to twenty percent comedy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole movie is like 20% comedy. Not 20%.
1: It's just that Tars has like all the comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not like a goofy, goofy. No. Tars no, is like a all. total badass. TARS, Tars and Matthew McConaughey's character are like the most like OP characters in this movie. Oh, yeah. You oh. know? Oh, yeah. Matthew McConaughey's like, I think, like a computer. I fly with the best of them. But let's talk about how Tars... Did the, was it TARS or was it Case that did the connection on the, uh, when they're rotating with the space station? I love that scene when the space station got blown up by Mad Damon.
0: I think it was Case. And they're I like think spinning around.
1: Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. And one, and, and they like are, pass out while they're doing it. Yeah. Shit's so good. It's so good. It's very good. Yeah. I also just, just all the, let's talk about the visuals in this movie are just like, so stellar. They're so interstellar. They're
0: so interstellar
1: and just, like,
0: grand and make you feel so tiny.
1: And so, so, but so filled with possibilities at the same time. Yeah. That's what yeah. I took away from the movie. I was like, we can do anything with science and love. <laughs> <laughs> with science and love, you can do just about anything. I yeah. Mean, that's true. When human beings are pushed to absolutely no other decision but greatness, we really rise to the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> When we've exhausted all of our, our failures, for centuries, crazy. There's one year where we'll do great things, and then we'll fall into the shit again. It's the most innately human
0: thing you can do, man. Yeah, man. Truthfully, uh, so, and then I, I think, I think the thing that I was like, well, that was silly, was at the very end of this movie when McConaughey gets saved. From going into the event horizon. Mm -hmm. As you do. As as, yeah, as many often do And he's like Just lingering In space in his suit I love that there were Never any oxygen problems I think they just Solved no. that they could Just have infinite Oxygen everywhere
1: Well but hey He was on his last Two minutes of oxygen Before they found him Before they found him By Saturn It
0: took them days To get It, it had to have, it, it took him What two years To get there No
1: they were already there
0: Why were they already there
1: Because it was way In the future So they had their Oh so right they had, right right So right, the right. station Was right there When he got juped Out of the black hole Right When him because she figured out gravity yeah right, when right, him right. and tars got juped out right. i also like how he was able to like deliver that entire complex message via morse code on this watch yeah like this crazy ass equation and like, like what happens if she's like if she didn't know like when the start sequence was on the watch yeah you know what i mean just had to
0: keep going on loop then
1: yeah exactly and how long did it go for that shit seemed pretty complicated it did seem what if it was like a two-day morse thing and she like couldn't fall asleep. Ugh. She's like pounding pounding red bulls or corn corn energy drinks. Well, she had time because she, she was she was still kissing Topher Grace and Yeah, that's true. She had time. And I can't believe he had a wife. I can't believe. Yeah, I just made I even? just made it up like in my version of Interstellar, that Topher Grace is cheating on his wife with this <laughs> with the smartest human in existence. That's so
0: funny. <laughs> um but yeah, so he gets saved. And he goes to see his very old daughter. His daughter he on her deathbed, and he sees like the world that she is like single-handedly created because of his discovery.
1: And like no one believes her. Yeah, like how she With, like all it her out. stories. Yeah. Um. And he goes in. I I really did, I'm sorry to interrupt. I really did like the part where he's in the hospital bed and, and they they're calling it cooper station and he's like that's nice of you guys and they like laugh at him they laugh in his face they're like you're a fucking idiot that was dying in space dude cool your jets like you didn't discover meanwhile he's asshole. the only person that's experienced time as a as a as a tangible dimension yeah come on i would i'd be like shut the fuck up yeah do you know what time looks like i would be talking like a do you know what it's like point? to touch time <laughs> and affect to the feel past. it between your fingers yeah uh, listen if i knew you to let it graze the hairs on your neck daniel if i knew you i would have punched you in the jaw so hard as a child (laughs) you bastard would have broke your hands before you could ever become a surgeon (laughs) um
0: but the first thing he says to his daughter is like you told them i like farming
1: yeah good joke good play
0: yeah good 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 play yeah that's the first thing you say to your daughter after like 70 years
1: what if he was just Good like one coop? What if he was just like you look like shit, kid? <laughs> <laughs> you should eat a sandwich. She had so many kids. She had a
0: lot of kids, man. There was so much family. She was really pumping them out as soon as she figured out. Well, gravity. some of them were some of them
1: were probably KCF-like's children. Were were the son's kids? Yeah. Too. Yeah, that's fair. That's he fair. He probably they probably had more. Once he learned that there wasn't going to be any like dirt lung, he was like, "We got to repopulate, baby." That's very we funny. had a bountiful harvest. We had a bountiful harvest. Yeah,
0: someone tried making cherries again. They're like, "Oh, we can make cherries again." I wonder how many. Again. I wonder
1: oh, how many okra centered meals there were when a, it was just thousand, corn and okra. A thousand. You think of all, all the cereal companies that like were just, <laughs> just like
0: o- okra toast crunch. Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> like om jokra. Om jokra. Do you like that? That was that one was pretty bad. O okra mg. Oh, That's a good one.
0: Um, Man. We could do this for days, probably. Yeah.
1: After we listed two examples and then kind of <laughs> <laughs> gave, kinda up. gave <laughs> up. You're right.
0: Super real. Thank
1: you guys for listening to the most energetic episode of the Bucket of Beef yet. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Really appreciate What the appreciate fuck is it. going
0: on, man? <laughs> we did have an interruption, and maybe you found it. Maybe you haven't.
1: Yeah, let us know what timestamp the interruption was at.
0: We had like a long where we like walked away for twenty minutes and it came back.
1: Yeah, let us know what you think the interruption was and when it happened.
0: Yeah, um, but I did. The, the The last thing I kind of want to talk about is because we didn't really talk about Anne Hathaway and her being yeah, in love with a not guy at named all. Wolf. Yeah, who's on a different planet, and she's like, "I would cross galaxies to see this guy." Wolf Edmonds. Yeah, this guy's name's. She loves a man named Wolf, which is cool, which
1: is fine. It means that he's different. I whatever. And unique, sure. And he was the dude that found the right planet.
0: Yeah, it was a nice planet.
1: I mean, he just got kinda kind of lucky that he ended up getting the good planet. Yeah, but he was dead. He was dead. I wonder if she if if he was dead when she got she he must have been dead when she got there. Yeah, for right? sure. Right, because for it sure. was just kind of on, on a loop of of everything.
0: Well, here's also my question. Well, I mean, yeah, but he, they can be put in those stasis pods.
1: Yeah, but he might have, like, fallen and gotten sick or something. Yeah. And was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to die with hope that someone's going to come. And hopefully it's the girl I bang at from NASA. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend, who's also my boss's daughter. <laughs> He's Like, hell yeah.
0: Um. But so the end of the movie is basically like uh, Murph is like, you shouldn't watch your daughter die. Go,
1: leave. Mm-hmm.
0: I can be with my kids. And yeah, then
1: he steals a trillion dollar space jet. <laughs> yeah, to go find Anne Hathaway. <laughs> to go fuck Anne Hathaway.
0: No. <laughs> Which is nuts, man. I don't know. I I like I do like the way this movie ends. It definitely has more of a a button than a lot of Nolan movies.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, like, ends with a a note of hope, but also kind of... It ends with a button of hope. Like, enough hope to leave satisfied, but enough, like, up in the air to be, like, how is humanity really going to recover from this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, what is the future, you know? Yeah. Because it really is, like, a square one beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. Mind you, with, like, a lot more tech and shit. But, like, who knows how long it's going to take for the humans around, like, Saturn to... To find like Matthew McConaughey and uh, Anne Hathaway. and Anne Hathaway, yeah. you know, like maybe they're just gonna but maybe raise, that's, maybe that's not their goal now. Maybe they're I mean, just they, gonna they raise have a have bunch like the, of barbarians. They
0: have the gravity equations, so it's like, I mean, you can do I guess whatever you want with
1: that. Yeah, they can do a lot. They have a lot of options. So why don't they just reverse the time on Earth, make the dust go away, make the blight leave, Make the blight leave? Yeah, that nitrogen loving blight. <laughs>
0: And fuck
1: the Blight. Yeah, fuck that Blight, guys. What'd it ever do for you and me?
0: Sounds hella racist somehow.
1: It kind of does. I think it's because there's that Netflix movie, Blight, where they're racist toward orcs. Wait, what? You don't know the Blight movie? You With... mean Bright? Oh, Bright. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Bright. <laughs> they're racist toward orcs. Yeah, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. called Bright. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking dweeb. Yeah, I've seen the movie, you know.
0: Uh, it's got Will Smith and an orc. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 bright. Yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, cool, man. I feel very satisfied with that. Um, with bright, yeah, yeah, with bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, final thoughts on this movie? Do you want me to go first? You want me? To go yeah, first? go first. Uh, I I quite enjoyed it. I uh definitely. I I haven't watched a movie. In recent memory, besides Juno, that kind of brings me to like an emotional place, and like holds me there. Oh, this you know? was like
1: Juno in terms of the emotions for you. N-
0: not, not entirely. Like Juno was just like all emotion.
1: It reminded you of the feeling.
0: It, yeah, it, it reminded me of something that like like uh, uh, emotional complexity that like stuck with me that Juno did. Nice that makes sense. Nice. Um, And then also, I mean, you have the stunning visuals, and like I said, I think the the pacing of this is perfect. Um, We didn't really talk about the music a ton, but the music
1: was crazy. Yeah, as it always is with Chris Nolan's stuff. Does he use the same composer
0: for a lot of his stuff? It was Hans Zimmer. Oh, yeah,
1: he uses Hans Zimmer a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Hans Um, Zimmer killed it with that. I'd be surprised if he didn't win any awards for that.
0: Um, Let's see. So... But yeah, I I really I really did enjoy this movie quite a bit. Thank you, Stephen, for recommending it. Yes, and thank I'm glad you. we finally got to it. I know I, we we promised this forever ago, but <laughs> we're here now and we did it. And uh, thank you. It was definitely worth the watch. It's, uh, I mean, McConaughey, and Hathaway, everyone kills it. I mean, there's not there's not a lacking performance at all. Um, yeah, as much as I would hate to go into space, I uh, I will definitely give this a hefty. Uh, like mm, nine point two out of ten.
1: Nine point two, it broke the nine for you.
0: Broke the nine, yeah. Nice. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I think there's nothing really keeping it from me giving it a ten, honestly, except that maybe that I was confused at at some points throughout the movie. Um, but this is definitely a um, a freeze dried beef skewer. Hmm. That's like you have to open the, the 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 what is it like the silver bags? You know what I mean? Like the like the like, bags. like MREs basically? Yeah, MREs, like exactly. space MREs. Yes, but it's just a beef skewer.
1: Nice, just one,
0: just one, just one. I think it's, it's like too
1: much packaging for not enough sustenance. I mean, I, guess, <laughs> you
0: know, I think I think I think it's uh, it, it it works very very
1: well. Yeah. Nice. So that's my opinion on that. Cool. Yeah, I really like this movie too. This was this was not my first time seeing this. Like it was for for alex um but i really enjoyed it i don't think i enjoyed it as much as the first time i watched this this is one of those kind of movies where it's like oh wow 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 and it was cool seeing it the second time and like knowing what was gonna come and like being reminded of of the of the things that i loved so much about the movie like just the it's it's so interesting because there is like th- there are so many moments of this movie that feels so hopeless, but there is just an enduring optimism that exists in the movie that I think is really really refreshing. And
0: McConaughey just carries on his back, honestly. Yeah,
1: McConaughey McConaughey really does kind of carry this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he does an incredible and Hathaway's awesome too, but there's just so much more emotional. Like there there's so many more. It, I mean, it just narratively follows Matthew McConaughey's character, so that's just kind of the nature of the film. It's his, you know? it's
0: his surviving drive. That yeah, like Matt Damon talks about in it. Exactly. You know that you just feel that endurance and that and that like key line of hope, like that string that just goes doing doing
1: doing. doing. Yeah. There. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, great film. You know, honestly, I don't think it's gonna break the nines for me though. I think I'm gonna give this movie an eight point seven. Okay. I'm going to give it an 8.7 just because I do think that there are some, like, just, there are so many conveniences in the movie, which are extraordinary and incredible to look at. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think I'm think i going to give it a, an 8.7. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been cool to explore, like, how this could have been a more ensemble-driven cast, you know? And it sure, kind of was yeah. to a certain extent. And 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 honestly, that probably would have undermined like the, the main question of like, ultimately, who are we more responsible for—our family or our race? Yeah, yeah. They, they <laughs> you definitely know what I mean?
0: didn't have a lot of moments like on the ships together, minus like should we go to this planet or that planet?
1: Yeah, and I think it would have been cool to explore a little bit of that. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that probably would have sacrificed a lot of the what's going on on Earth moments. That I made agree. the sort of existential question about the future of our race, um, like more poignant. Um,
0: those types of questions are some things like I swear as a creative, I feel like I would never be able to get through. Like I would be making those definitive decisions of like, well, should they have those conversations or should they not? Like, yeah, I feel like I could never answer that fully as a creative. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? That was like a know. weird random thought. Time will tell. Time will tell, I guess. Yes,
1: Exactly. It takes um, a lot of practice, a lot of discipline.
0: Takes a lot of practice and discipline.
1: Um, yeah, and I'll give this a um, this movie's like the first like lab-made beef steak that yeah. you eat. They're yeah. like, oh, it could be worse, but goddamn, it feels like home.
0: <laughs> also, the human eggs. <laughs> or it could right? be better. I mean, the, the, the human eggs. Yeah. Were they actual eggs?
1: Yeah, like from a human. Yeah. Yeah, they're like like harvested eggs that they like fertilize in like big petri dishes and then they like i think they just grow the people in a vat i basically and then like after the people are after like the first like 10 or 20 people are grown in vats then they like take the other eggs and they like actually put them into the people interesting imagine being born and you're like all right your job is to give birth as many times you can until you die you're (laughs) welcome this
0: feels here's here's my conspiracy theory This whole thing. This is a sequel. Or no, this is a prequel to Man
1: of Steel. To Man of Steel. They're the Kryptonians. Yeah, they're the Kryptonians. Damn. They
0: have to harvest those eggs, and you don't know what planet they go to. And
1: they're like, what happened to Krypton? Was there a big war? Was there a big civil war? No, the dust killed us because we couldn't (laughs) stop driving Hummers.
0: And that's why they send them back to Earth, dude. People have left Earth. Earth goes back to normal. Civilization is reborn. Krypton has time to advance. And then Krypton explodes, and they're like, oh, yeah, we've been to Earth before. They know it's habitable, so they send the last son of Krypton, which is the f- the the last son of Earth, to be a new son of Earth. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. to me.
1: Murphy, the 600th.
0: Yeah. <laughs> last of his line. It's called Murfton.
1: Yeah, Murfton. Super Murf. Super." Murf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, I feel very good about this. Yes. As much as it is, we, what was the other Nolan movie we talked about? Inception? Mm-hmm. That was a lot harder to talk about, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um,
0: but yeah. Uh, now we move on to our hopeful sponsors.
1: All right. Is there something that you want to be sponsored by, Alex? I have one. Okay, go. Um, I want to just wear a big suit that's filled with, um... Like an a like a like a portable AC unit that I can just wear on my entire body when I go outside, so I just never feel as drenched in sweat as I have for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like we're in we're in my room recording right now, and it is so fucking hot as balls in this room because we can't have the AC on because the microphones will pick it up. Um, and I just wish so desperately that I had a giant exo suit that I could put on, not a giant, a nice, uh, like an, an under the radar exosuit suit that I could put on that would just cool me down. Keep you cool. And it's also $5. Oh, and it won't give you cancer <laughs> and it's sustainably sourced and you can wear it for the rest of your life. And, uh, there's no exploitation in the, uh, in the supply chain incredible yeah it's really the best of us
0: okay i like it
1: Mm -hmm. it's called exo cool exo (laughs) how long does the battery last on exo cool fucking 82 years (laughs) just a triple a how often do you have to take it off how do you have to take it off yeah i mean you gotta clean it you can't wear it for 82 years well, yeah, you just you just take it off and it self cleans. Just self cleans. Yeah, you just gotta get get the. You, so this is the thing. You gotta get the self cleaning rack. Okay. But the self cleaning rack is eighty five million dollars. Ah, okay. So unless if you wash it by hand, it's five dollars, and then it's eighty five million dollars and well eighty five million and five dollars, um, if you want the suit and the cleaning rack.
0: So I imagine most people on Earth wouldn't be able to afford it. Just maintain like this like nasty
1: musky. Well, you can spray it with stuff. It's just hard. Like the crevices <laughs> are hard. The cre- like around the fingers and the toes is kind of difficult, A little difficult. but that you don't have sense. to get a full body one. You can get like the smaller ones, but those, those are like more custom fit. So those are closer to like $852 million. I see. I understand. Yeah. Okay. But if you want the full unisex single size elastic bodysuit, uh, that cools you down and makes you look trim, uh, the $5 one's the one for you. Just soak it in, like, lemon water. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. Uh, so it's Exo uh, Cool? Exo Cool. Exo Cool. hmm I would like to be sponsored by uh, Kevin McAllister's Falling Shoe. Uh, it hangs directly over your bed, and when you have trouble sleeping, you press a button, and the shoe swings down from your ceiling and kicks you right in the face so you can uh, fall into blissful, beautiful sleep.
1: Does it knock you out, like, immediately? Yeah, yeah. So you can cuss yourself nightly. Every day, isn't yeah. that unhealthy?
0: I don't know. You know how badly I want to be. I want to. I want to experience that knockout
1: sleep. I like how mine is like a beautiful futuristic piece of equipment that that can be accessible by the lower classes, but is is more like fully made for the mega rich. <laughs> then yours is a shoe that falls from the ceiling, <laughs> and, attached to a string, and knocks you out, and a stick. How much does yours cost?
0: Mine costs seventy two ninety nine. Damn. You do have to reset it manually, like you have to have like a rod next to your wall that you like crank every night or every morning, so it goes back into place. And then you just press a button next to your bed, and the shoe just like falls directly on your chin. So
1: that's nice. I like that. Thank
0: you. Yeah, Kevin McAllister's a, a, a falling shoe. That's what I'm going. Do you like. have the rights to
1: that name? No.
0: I mean, Kevin McAllister's name, I don't think anyone has the right to that. I think I could definitely probably... You're going
1: to have to wait till it goes into public domain?
0: That name is public domain.
1: No, it's not. Yes, it is. We're going to get sued just for talking about it. About
0: Kevin it? McAllister? Mm-hmm. Then we would get sued for talking about McConaughey or Interstellar or Kevin McAllister is a
1: character. He's a he's property. We
0: talked about Coop. Mm-mm. Yeah, huh? We literally did that. Prove it to me. I Anybody can rewind and hear us both say Coop. Nope. Okay. I'll accept that. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to the 22nd episode. Uh, Please follow us on Patreon.com slash Bucket of Beef Show, where you get exclusive content of our uh, Last of Us review series and our horror podcast. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at the same name, Bucket of Beef Show. Uh, We're finally up to date on YouTube, so all that is is there if you're not a big fan of... uh, uh, Podcasts. I know a lot of people listen to YouTube or go watch YouTube stuff. So
1: exactly. And in the next week or two, uh, see us on video form on YouTube as well. When which is when we're hoping to start uploading those videos. Yeah,
0: baby. Woo! We're also writing a show.
1: We are. You want to talk to them about it, Alex?
0: Uh, I, I briefly. We don't have a lot of it, but um, I'm currently in the process of writing a show centered around our apartment building uh we have a bunch of uh, film and actor people around us so we were like why not try and it turns out people like the little script so i like it and we really want to put it out into existence so that you know we you know keep it keep it pushing and we just don't let it fall to the wayside which happens a lot in this industry
1: but not with us ever not with us we i had a project that got canceled today right before <laughs> we did the podcast we just,
0: we we always keep it pushing. We have 40 hours of us just talking. Why not, you know? Have some more. <laughs> have some more with us on video, actually acting in
1: a scripted version.
0: Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to Interstellar. Uh, we didn't do our Patreon shout outs. Nope. It's going to take a while. You guys know who we love.
1: We love you all. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, my name is Alex Morse.
1: My name is Luke Hodson.
0: And we'll see you on the 23rd episode.
1: See you by the vortex around Jupiter. And
0: over the event horizon...
1: Shake my wobbly space hand. Spider-Man. TARS! Hit him with the outro. Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar! (laughs) Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef seasoned to perfection, divine, too wet, beef, it's a masterpiece baby, (laughs) beef, ew,